Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 14 of the Oki Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross, along with Devin Green, Joshua Unruh, and Nikki Robinson. Nikki decided to return to the Oki Geek Podcast, which makes us uber happy. We are so <laughs> glad to have you back. This week, we have special guests. Imagine, if you will, a place to order ale while battling dragons and orcs. Well, it could be a reality if the Dragons and Flagons tabletop tavern Kickstarter gets going. Joining us to tell us all about us are Johnny and Layla Payne and Anthony v- uh, Van Yusef. Yes. Van Yusef. <laughs> uh, welcome to both, welcome to all of you. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for having Thank us. You. So, I guess right off the bat, what is Dragons and Flagons? Uh, me? You Anthony, all, go for it. You always pass it to me. You go. So, um, <laughs> on spot. Johnny, uh, Johnny and I have uh, have been in the gaming circuit for um, since Methuselah was born, um, and uh, have come a long way. Where we, God, I don't even know how far back we go on this, but we decided um, that we wanted to launch a, a game store and restaurant uh, venture where um, you could go and you could sit back, play games. And and order a, a a pint of beer or ale that you when you when you're thirsty and not have to worry about uh, separating the party when doing so. Um, one of the best best time killers in a game scenario when you're playing tabletop is is when everyone gets to that hungry phase and you have to split apart for an hour and a half, two hours, and and then break the group up and someone does a food run, someone runs to get soda or drinks and. It's just a time killer at that point. So, so why not eliminate that possibility and and create a place where it's a full service establishment that that you don't have to 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 break the party up and you can continue gaming and until your heart's content. When do you guys plan to help have something like this open? When do you guys hope to open it up? We're shooting for uh, early December. We can open sooner if possible, but but uh, early December is our goal. Let me open up questions here. Other questions? Is it going to be strictly just like Dungeons and Dragons, you know, those long type of tabletops, or are you going to do like even casual gaming on top of that? So the venue is going to be gaming of, of uh, we say tabletop gaming, but I mean, tabletop gaming really is as is, is expansive as you can imagine. I mean, you talk about Dungeons and Dragons or different games like Palladium and GURPS or some other systems, but we also have, you know, Magic the Gathering is a, is a high-end a game that's out there. There's Friday night magic gatherings that occur at gaming stores in general, where they they pack the venue with people of all ages to play the game. Um, uh, Munchkin is another tabletop game that's fun that people are getting into. Cards Against Humanity, um, a recent one that came out, Exploding Kittens, which is absolutely hilarious to play. I love that. I'm gonna throw my hat in on that one. That is so much fun, that Exploding wow. Cats game. I had I did the Kickstarter for that one. The artwork on it is phenomenal. It's awesome. <laughs> Why is it do you think anyone everyone's getting into games all of a sudden? It just seems like it's a, it's becoming it's coming back is what it seems like. I, I think a lot of it is that there is so you had the 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 nerd genre of of the 90s that um you know back in the day I was I was a teenager. I I played all these games. I was introduced to it at the time and it it kind of had a pickup then, and then it kind of faded away for a bit, and I think it's coming back with a vengeance now because all those people that, that were my age at that time, we're now the ones with the disposable income. Mm-hmm. So I can go out there, and we're, when I was a kid, I could, I could buy a pack of magic once you know a month if I was lucky because I didn't have the money. Now I can go in and buy a whole box of boosters, which 
I couldn't do at that time, and 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 it's it's just easier to get back into the scene now and throw something, that money at it. Something someone told me is that they, the the you know generation of gamers from the early '90s uh, when it was it, it peaked a little bit then. Mm-hmm. They they all have kids now, and they walk in the room and it's like, hey, we're having family time in the living room, and everyone's looking down at some sort of screen. Right. So breaking out anything from you know, Monopoly to Munchkin to the family-friendly version of Exploding Kittens, you know, et cetera, et cetera, is, you know, bringing you back to the table, bringing you back to a social uh, social setting, and uh, no one's screaming about your mother when you're beating them like you are in an online game, you know? Right. Yeah, no. Well, and then I think a lot of people who would say that when video games started to really grow in the 80s and 90s were saying that, well, that's going to be the end or the death knell of board games and other kinds of just sitting down and playing games, uh, I guess analog games, if you will. But it really isn't. They are almost just as strong now as they were back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. For people like me, like I will, I will cycle through, I go through little fits. Every couple of weeks I'll, I'll get in a, a Netflix binge flick, and then you know, a couple of weeks after that I'll start reading through uh, another uh, sci-fi book and after that, I'm like, oh, it's time to play some more Magic or go to Call of Duty. that's coming out, you know. So I kind of, I kind of bounce around the field on that. And I think other people do too. Um, I, I think there's an equal side to that. I, I'm an avid video gamer, but there's a there's a much more social and dare I say intimate setting when when you're with a group of friends around the table, you know, throwing the dice, kicking back, laughing, and 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 just Tell and tells, so you just don't get that from playing on online video. You, you games. don't, you so. don't. Some more that you don't. A lot of things that people are saying that uh, they're they're missing from video games, uh, especially the, even from from just being a huge fan of tabletop to, to dabbling in it, is some of the higher end games for tabletop involve a lot more strategy. You've got to sit down and, and build an army and then know how to use that army. Whereas you know in a video game you just unlock the army, right? And then push X and then you win. So that's that's a big appeal to it. Also, I, I, I have friends who do both. I have friends who only did video games and thought tabletop was kind of whatever. And then I had them over, and now I can't get rid of them because yeah. they're hooked on it. So <laughs> yeah. they're they're playing a lot. I feel like uh, we've talked on the show before that like that geek chic that it's it's okay to be into this nerdy stuff now, mm-hmm. and combine that with like my experience with getting new people to the, to the table for a role playing game is that. Uh, I mean, you have people who've played, what, whatever, 12 bajillion, I'll just make up numbers, that play WoW, <laughs> right? Or uh, Skyrim or whatever. And a lot of times the pitch that I give is, you you know how you're standing in the place and you can see the mountain and you're like, I wonder what's on that mountain. And you cannot get to the mountain. I will never not let you get to the mountain, mm-hmm. you know? And so it now it's okay. You can come out of the basement. In fact, I've been doing it on my Xbox or my computer for all this time, but I've run up into, you know, whatever the the walls are and tell me more about this you, you know and i think also the role playing on computer is it I've, I've played role playing games on computer and that's fine and they're fun but they cannot compare with having a live dungeon master in front of mm-hmm. you right. actually walking you through and working with you if you decide to go well i don't i don't want to go into the dungeon i want to go to somewhere else okay well i've built an entire world where i could do that you can't do that on video games there's only so many ones and zeros you've got to go in this direction and it forces you to go in this direction and that's fine for what it is but it does not work there's still something beautiful about sitting around a table with four or five people, especially, you know, close friends. You all know each other. You know your characters with a great dungeon master and playing a game that just really draws you into this world. 
Well, there's a whole personal personal side to it too, a personal touch to it with with the games and the ones and zeros, right? I mean, the personalities that you're playing. Yeah, it's a role playing game. Yeah, it's got a story, but I mean, it's still a very fixed and linear story. The the, the personality is locked into place. With with the tabletop gaming, you 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 bring the life to the character, yeah. right? I mean, you sit there and you can be uh, jovial or you can be brooding. I mean, you decide what you want your character to be, and then you play it out. Yeah, it allows you to be way more creative. For sure. I've always wanted to, you know, playing video games, and I come across that guy who just, he's programmed to have that quip every time you walk by him, and it's like, man, a fireball in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's that button? I can't yes. push that button. So, you know, playing D&D, it's like, hey, roll for it. And then you do, and then there's repercussions. Are the town's guards going to come after you? Right. Are, are the other people in the village going to go, we hated him too, thank you, <laughs> and hide you? I mean, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen with that? Exactly, exactly. So whereabouts are you guys thinking about putting this place? Um, 50th and May is the general location right now. North side. 50th and May. 50th and May. North side of Oklahoma City. So that's a little bit south of where All Star Comics is. So there's already some, it's it's a pretty growing area. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you got a lot of excitement about the idea of where you guys are or what you guys are doing? Has there been much excitement about what's going on? Absolutely. With with everyone that I, I I've talked to one on one, I've talked to a bunch of people you know where I work, and I mean everyone there that I throw the idea to, they're 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 ecstatic about it. They can't wait for it. Um, they've been a couple of our biggest backers on on Kickstarter, uh, luckily. Um, and uh, I, I think that Oklahoma has there's a few gaming stores here and there through through the city. There's comic book stores here and there through the city. There's there's definitely not anything quite like what what we're going for here where it's yeah, no. it's a combination restaurant store one-stop shop for for your adventuring needs yeah and we've made it a point to not compete with the other um stores or you know like gaming venues or anything like that we've made it a point to to not compete with them because we are their allies mm-hmm. so we want to make sure that you know they get business too and we we want to you know all work together to make everybody happy yeah a lot of people seem worried about you know the competition and it i don't look at it as such i mean i've sat in magic tournaments at game venue a with people who say they live you know right next to game venue b but their favorite go-to is game venue c right so it's it's you know you're you're everywhere all the time it depends on what's going on Uh, i'm not that that's not really a and I feel like a big destination location for gaming, like what you're talking about, is so much less the competition because you're going to have people who can't always get there, so they go right. buy it, take it home, and do it at home when they can't get there. I mean, online retail is actually the the real competition to the local game shop, not yeah. this kind of big mm-hmm. location. Yeah, absolutely. Will there will this be a family friendly place? Will there be allowed? I mean, is it just going to be because you submit? We always mention ale, and a lot of people go, right. "Oh, well, then I don't know if I want to bring my kids there." So, what are your thoughts on like bringing kids? Just only give your kids as much ale as they can handle. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just know your children. It's fine. It's, it's going to be. World. It's going to be as much of a bar as Chili's is, right? Okay. You know, um, but there, there'll be, of course, the majority of the time, it'll be family friendly. Uh, there will be nights where. Um, Similar in Dave and Buster's fashion, I think they have a special room for it now at the, the Heyday Norman, for example. But uh, where it's hey, it's after nine o'clock on Saturday night. It's you know eighteen or older, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get on the microphone and we're gonna play a seventy-five person game of Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> so come up here and grab yes. you some. Um, but but yeah, definitely the especially the you know the game store side. Uh, 
you know, if you've been in any game shop that, that has the room for it, their kids live there. They're there, yeah. you know, five days out of the week. I think one of the other things that um, also is, is kind of neat about the whole idea is we're setting aside eight, eight private rooms yeah. as part of the layout of the establishment where if you and a group of friends, because one of the other things that you, do, you contend with when you go to the other stores and the other locations where um, you want to play, sometimes it's a noise a noise issue. I mean, you've got, what, 30, 40 teenage kids in there playing Magic the Gathering. There's, there's, a, there's a certain level of rowdiness that occurs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have private room configuration set up so that if you come in and you want your group to kind of be off to the side where you can kind of separate from the noise, they're going to, like I said, full service rooms and everything. But um, uh, that's another thing that we'll have available for, for our patrons that come in um, to segment people off. Yeah, there's there's been times where I've been in a Magic the Gathering tournament and I can't hear the my opponent across a three foot yeah. table from me that's <laughs> leaning in and, and saying something to me. So definitely, it's not going to be it's not going to be like someone cast Cone of Silence or anything, but it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> knock down. Yeah, I know my geek is showing, um, but it's it's but definitely gonna knock right down. You are, <laughs> you are welcome to be here then. It's gonna. This is it, okay, geek. <laughs> that's right. It'll help reduce a lot of the noise, a lot of the background noise, the low roar. It'll also keep people from, you know, bumping into your chair and knocking something over on your table. It'll just be a nice little, nice little exclusive private spot Heaven for you and your anyone knock to hang out. ale on your magic cards. Don't touch. <laughs> Don't touch my dice. Now I have to charge them by the full moon again. Got <laughs> I just sleep with them underneath my pillow. And, you know, yeah. So. so, you know. Now, so, okay, so walk me through this. A person walks in, they've never been in there before. What is your thought on what's going to happen to the person who just walks in for the first time? They're going to come in... Well, I think, I mean, there's, there's the person who knows what it is and the person that goes, oh, a game store, pull over. Um, the, when they first walk in, they're going to open the doors and see the, the, the game store set up. Um, you have to walk through the game store and through another entrance to get into the, to the restaurant. Uh, you come in the game store, and it's like, hey, here's a lot of the merchandise, the shelvings, here's the counter over here, and take a few more steps, and here's all the, the long tables put together for just quick sit-down gaming. Oh, what are those rooms? I see posters back there. That one's painted a cool color. It, it's it's gonna it's gonna keep pulling you and pulling you and pulling you in. At the same time, there are entrances into the restaurant side that's gonna have similar rooms. Uh, the private rooms also are gonna be on the restaurant side. Um, and then the the same thing if you go on the restaurant side, you're gonna come on the restaurant side and say, oh hey, this is a cool restaurant. There's a geek theme. It's guy looks you know kind of tavernish a little mm-hmm. bit. What's that over there through that opening? I see rows and rows of shelves of books and. There's tons of people sitting over there cheering about something and yelling. So it's, it's it, you know, whichever side you come in on, you're going to get pulled to the other side. Right. Even if you just come in for the lunch rush snack, you're you're going to you're going to want to exit. You're going to want to enter the restaurant and exit through the store. So will, the, will people be able to bring their own games in? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a games library that that people can use. Um, people can bring their own games in, and then of course buy every game that we have and play those too. First hit is free. <laughs> First hit is <laughs> you don't play magic? Come here, I'll show you magic. Yeah. Come here. Don't tell I, me when yeah. I showed this to you. I started magic in May. Uh, I used to play when I was like 16 or 17, and I started back up in May. And I think I have like 4,000 cards already. I started buying the boxes. Only? Yeah, they, they coat Only. them in crack. Yeah. They do. And like each, it's like playing the lottery. Like each time you're like looking is. for that epic, looking for that mythic rare or whatever. And it, it, it's so addicting. See, that's, I, that's one of those areas where I am, I'm definitely the odd man out. I do not, I've never played Magic the Gathering 
ever. I'm with you. I'm yeah. really I, I just don't know. You're missing just, out. Yeah, it's, I've never out. really got me into it. You know? What's really amusing to watch sometimes is is go in, and I've I've done this. I've gone to one of the local stores that's in town and and bought a booster box of cards, which is thirty six packs. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, correctly. And then open it there at the table and just start opening the. You get a crowd going. Oh, you you get crowds around <laughs> you, and they're like, "What do you got? Do you get this card yet? What about this one?" I'm like, I don't even know what card you're talking about yet. I'm just getting into this one. I have no idea. I was lucky to come into the Modern Masters set because in May, nice. and so I got two boxes of Modern Masters, and the best I got out of it was a. I never didn't never got the Termagoyf, but I did get the Vidil Click. I have a few if you want to uh, trade, you know, later. Oh, we'll, yeah. talk, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. So, so what it sounds so shady. It's great. It's really great about this, this, this area. Okay, you go into the, the game shop area, and right. then there's the restaurant area. I'm like, you don't, but you don't need a passcode to get back there. Like, the cow no, no. sleeps at midnight or anything like that. You can just walk around. Now, if you want to go past the kitchen and, and play dominoes with a tong, that requires <laughs> right. a special a little a knock. That, slide yeah. part of the door. <laughs> What's the password? Go ahead. So, Dan. what are you guys thinking about for food? I'm I'm just curious. Are you are you are you sticking with a theme? Are you have you thought that? I mean, so we we we've thought of some food. The menu is kind of still being built out. Um, it's going to be uh, designed around the gaming. I mean, you don't want a big cool. bowl of soup sitting on the table and people are playing cards, right? So, um, a lot of it's going to be finger based food. Uh, your standard appetizers. You know your uh, crunchy. Uh, Crispy, crunchy goblin fingers, which are your mozzarella sticks. This is the um, finger food. The finger food, right? It's fingers. Um, and then uh, sandwiches, um, probably a good selection of sandwiches. You know, of course, we'll have a salad. you got to have that. Um, and then a couple of plates, like, you know, four, you know, meal-hearty plates, mm-hmm. a steak and not necessarily potatoes because that's what everyone else does. Right. Um uh, But meals. Meals, not meals, yeah. So, I mean, you'll have, you'll have basically three different levels. You'll have your apps. You'll have your sandwiches, and then you'll have your plates. Very cool. Um, we're going to keep the menu fairly small. Uh, it's one of the things that drives me nuts with a bunch of restaurants. Amen. Oh, yes. Yeah. I want a hamburger. Which one of the 15 hamburgers <laughs> do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unless that's do, your whole do job. Do a few things you know? very well. Right. Do them well. Yeah, do, do right. a few things. Do them very well. Yeah. Any thoughts about success. like any kind of a pizza type thing? Just because that I can't imagine playing D&D without having right? pizza. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely uh, pizza. The uh, you know We're going to do seasonal things, too, like... Um, I, I, I said no soups, but like during the, the winter the winter months, we'll we'll have like bread bowls. Um, uh, during the Thrones of Gaming season, Thrones of Gaming. You have to make that a thing. Yes, you should. Well, we actually have a Throne of Gaming for yes. the Kickstarter. Yeah, you should. Yeah, we have the, the some of the chairs that we're gonna have crafted and and, and a name branded onto it That's for the Kickstarter. Awesome. We we have actually called those the the Thrones of Gaming. Um, but like turkey legs during yeah. during the season, oh, yes. yes. got to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll it'll be a rotating menu. There'll be a few staples that are always there that people are like, oh man, we have to go up to dragons because yeah. they have the best, you know, this. Good. But then there's going to be some thing, uh, you know, every every quarter or every season. Which you know, if we do it by every season, that's only twice a year that we're changing it because we're in Oklahoma. <laughs> um, or even <laughs> once for that matter. I got colloquial. Hot, hot and cold. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'll it'll be some that changes out. Um, we're we have a laundry list of appetizers. So one thing we're thinking about doing is having a, you know, the appetizer menu is actually on a chalkboard, because cool. it's going to be yeah. it's going to be something that's ever changing. Um, and yeah, like you said, we'll theme it. Uh, you know, Game of Thrones, uh, 
watch party for the season opening and it'll be like a you know banquet type food, feast food like you'd see on the tables you know they'll awesome. be the, oh, very have that's awesome roast with potatoes and pot meat pies and jumbo turkey legs although Spurs i never see jumbo turkeys flying around in game of thrones yeah. but that's how they keep them called them dragon legs they're baby dragons yeah. <laughs> we, have, we do have one thing that's more than likely going to be on the menu which is dragon eggs Yes. Um, and it's like gonna Renaissance be Fair style. Renaissance Fair Scottish egg, the <laughs> egg wrapped in meat, wrapped in breading, fried. That will most certainly be on the menu. Okay, I'm hungry now. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, we have to stop talking about when food. are you opening? It? I, yeah, I don't know if I can wait till December. Can we go there now? Hello, doctor. <laughs> I'm going in for one of these eggs. <laughs> <laughs> be on standby. <laughs> How's your cholesterol? You got to check your cholesterol before you go in. That's right. <laughs> check IDs and cholesterol. <laughs> so food obviously leads to ale. What are you guys yeah. thinking about doing for, for alcoholic beverages? Johnny, that's your question. Uh, will there be mead? I'm the alcoholic. Uh, there will, there <laughs> no, will be no, mead. I don't drink beer. <laughs> in a professional I'm sense. The hard liquor guy. There, I'm a professional alcoholic. I am. Uh, there will be, uh, this, yeah, there definitely, there definitely will be mead. Um, the beers, there will, there will always be dark beer. There will be more dark beers and darker beers as we get colder in the year mm-hmm. because, you know, as it should be, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have some on tab. One, one big thing is, is a lot of the local, Good. a lot Good. of the local yeah, brews, so hoping awesome. um, already in talks with some of them and in some works to get that because as anybody knows, you, we're in Oklahoma. So everything else in the world isn't allowed to us. So we've got some great, amazing, you know, luckily. brews <laughs> luckily. In, in home. So luckily we do. Uh, so there'll be a lot of that. And then themed drinks, mm-hmm. um, that glow in the dark and jump out and grab you and. The Avracadabra shot. Alien secretion. Avra, the Avra, Avra 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 it, Yeah. Nice. Um, so full bar, full beer, bar, wine, yeah. beer, wine, mead, mead, which for is in sure. a category. Of Are there drinking itself? horns? Yeah, will there be Viking horns? <laughs> We're chewing on drinking horns right now. Uh, there's, there's definitely steins of plenty. Um, a, a, and out, even outside of the special custom ones we're getting for the Kickstarter, there's three different types of those, I believe. So, yeah, so the, on the Kickstarter, we have three different types of tankard. Well, two different types of tankard. This one's a mug. Um, one of the things that had come up, I'm going to sideways into this a little bit, is the kids drinking, kids alcohol. Um, so one of the things that we decided to do early on was have very specific glassware for very specific things. Um, all the, the alcoholic beverages will be served in tankards, you know, actual mm-hmm. tankards. Um, two of the ones that we have on the Kickstarter, we have a glass one um, that will have our emblem emblazed on it. And then we'll also have a stainless one um, that we're looking at. So I think we've picked it out. Mm-hmm. We're pretty certain on it. Got a dragon handle on it to kind of match the theme, obviously, already branded on it. Um, I don't know about the drinking horns. I've looked at them. <laughs> I won't lie. I've looked at them. But we have, I, I own some. So the the horn itself, it, we're thinking, hey, that's really great and that's really cool. And then where do you set it down exactly. when you go to pick you up your hands your cars or to roll your dice? So we're we're trying to find a way. We're going to have some specialty tables in there. And we're trying to think of a way that it would have an extending oh, uh, cup holder off the yeah. edge of the table that would fit it. Because the one I wear with my kilt at Ren Fairs has just, it's just a hoop on the side of my belt. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, it pops right into. There's also the cups that are made out of horn. Um, but yeah, you want to have that, <laughs> that big curved, yeah. twisted uh, horn that you're drinking out of. Definitely thinking about that. Um, and then we'll also, to kind of keep an eye on it, um, is we're going to do, I think, wristbands. You know, if you're over 21, you come in. That's, for, right. for the, That's for a good idea events, anyway. Yeah. Just for your license, you want to make sure yeah. that you're protected in every way, right, shape, right. and form from Abel. 
now you've, you've mentioned the Kickstarter. Uh, if someone were to, I think that's the $25 level that you get your own uh, tanker is 25, 30, 35, so, somewhere around there. Uh, the glass tankard's at 50. At 50. Um, and then there's a glass mug, which is still used for, for drinks, but um, because it's not a tankard, we're setting those for the soda, tea, coffee type thing. Right. Um, that one is the one that's, I think, 35. Okay. So the first one that's alcoholic is 50. So, and so people could bring that in if they if they yeah. gave it fifty dollars um, and they could bring that in and, and just have you guys. Re- I mean, obviously they would pay for the alcohol, but have you refill it there? Those will actually come with a discount on the purchase, and we like ten percent off all your drink purchases when you bring those in. All the mugs that are on Kickstarter and even ones that we eventually will sell in store will have a reason for you to bring it back, and it's going to be that discount. The the one the the final master of all mugs that that we've been talking about. Um, is the one that's at 300 and, and I bring that one up because that's one that we actually designed to keep at the store, the stainless steel one. We're going to have a wall to display them on. Your name will be etched on it. And when you come in, the benefit of having that $300 mug is that the first visit of your day, every single day for the rest of your life, when you walk in, that first drink's free. So we'll take that stein off the or the taker off the wall. What do you want? You want a Guinness? Okay, here it is. Enjoy. Yeah, that's, that's another bonus is it's not the Oklahoma Plus lake beer that's that's right. free it's not like hey lake here's your beer. free beer flavored water and yeah. if it, you know anything that's on our tab and it's a 20 ounce so it's a pint with a good head or it's a it's just more than a pint yeah. it just depends on who's pouring it that day <laughs> so that's that's free once a day because we've already had someone say so if i come by at lunch and then come by when i get off work and no, then come be, by for dinner for that's three be free beers right yeah. <laughs> yep yep um and we'll just and they'll leave it in the store when you're done and we'll we'll run it through the wash and we'll rehang it on the wall and it'll be ready for the next day when you come in nice. i love that absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah super you cool. get to feel like you're a part of the establishment oh, yeah. too. exactly yeah. Yeah. and where it hangs will have your name on it mm-hmm. and if you don't yeah. want it to be your name it'll be you know your character's name or whatever right. nickname you go by. I love that. I yeah. love that. <laughs> We're also so awesome. We also do are going to do memberships that will give uh, discounts off your purchases. It'll give you um, passes to the game library. But all the guild members that we have, that's one of the things that we also want to do to bring in. You know, the feeling of being part of it. Um, you know, quarterly or seasonally or whenever we do changes to the menu or whenever we try to bring new things on. We're going to have a whole little vote system that goes with it. So if oh, you're wow. part of the guild, if you're at any one of the guild level memberships, you get you get a say in it. That's yeah, the beer will change out as much yep. as, the, as the menu does, especially yep. with the seasonals. And so yep. it'll be, you know, we're going to take these five off. Which ones do we add? Well, let's get our guild members in and have some flights go around the table and do some tastings one night. Shut down half the place for a little private party. Yes, Josh, you can come. That's a great idea. I'm so excited about this. Like, uh, being a comic book and gaming guy for, like, my whole life, that is the coolest part of a long-term relationship with mm-hmm. your hobby store is that when the owner knows you, like, you're, yeah. right. like you're regular, you know. Um, and it's like, a, um, I mean, the kind of simple stuff of, I'm just going to pop around the back and get the Coke. Yeah, that's fine because you're in here every day, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And just building that into, you know, the experience of it as well as letting them, I mean, investors not quite the quite the right word for a Kickstarter, but I mean that it, you know, you are uh putting not just money in at that point, mm-hmm. but you're creating your space, yes. you know, and that's that's super cool. Yeah, we're we're definitely doing it for not not just for us, you know, but we're, for it, Oklahoma City needs this. We want yeah. to see yes. it. Yeah. 
we you know we've been gaming with you for years now let's maybe have dinner with you let's have a drink with you let's do all this at the same time which Game brings up though i did want to ask have you is this going on anywhere else does anywhere else have something like this uh, like seattle or chicago um, or, or? seattle has a afk tavern it's this with more of a video game angle right um they have a lot of the themed drinks theme menus uh the the closest one that's open and is up and running and functioning is in Colorado. Um, they, uh, you know, did a similar Kickstarter. They had some, you know, like us, they had their, their backing already. They had, you know, things paid for. They opened up the Kickstarter as their final phase of financing. And they opened up, and it's been to rave reviews, and it it become more successful than they were prepared for it to be. And I think they're actually starting to look for a bigger space already. Wow. Um, there's a couple in Canada and believe it or not, there's one there's well, there's one in London, there's one in Germany. There you go. And so you never really think about how big gaming is in, you know, in Germany years, you know, of course, oh, London, yeah, those, it is because Euro games workshop games. has yeah, the right. bit. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Although, yeah, the Euro board games are all the same. Um, <laughs> it's a little true. Yeah. It's a little true. It's a little true. <laughs> um, so the other, and every, and, I mean, they've been around for close to a decade, and none of them have closed, you know. Um, and they're not popping up on every street corner like you know when the when the vape shop craze happened. Yeah, uh, it's, right. it's 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 so it's a, it's a special thing when they do come around, and and that's what we're trying to bring here. The gaming community is just a. I mean, there's a lot of the gaming community that people just relate to, and and I think there's not a lot of venues that they can go and. And be a part of the the whole crowd that they're that, that that's so close to them and that knows them and knows things and, and sees things the way that they see them. So, and we've we've been secretly cool. testing this with a group of about ten or eleven yeah. people. Yeah. Once a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, eleven. For several months, um, where we have um, just just at my house, we have uh, themed game nights involving food and drink, and so we'll kind of get together and it's like what sounds like a good idea. The first one was just 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 do quick and easy, and it was just street tacos. So we all met at my house. We all broke and went to. We had to go different directions. It was kind of like a quest. We all had to go a different direction. Um, grab food and then bring it in and we ate it we cleared the table we played we got around a seconds and it was nice and smooth and it flowed really well yeah the next one we did um, we themed Mediterranean and some of us brought it already prepared some people went and bought it and brought it some made it there at the house but once it was done and we sat at the table it was just smooth flowing you know easy going so we're like hey let's let's do let's go bigger with this you know this this is working let's get it out there that's amazing. So talk to us about some of the other uh, Kickstarter levels that you guys have, if you can remember all oh, of them. So, <laughs> yeah, so the uh, the base level, obviously, is the dollar level, which mm -hmm. is the whole um, help just back us, and we'll throw your name on our website. Um, $5 is we're going to have a huge section of wall that we're going to have built out with, a, like, an old-looking tree ring set up, and we're going to carve names into the wall so that you're physically a part of the store. Um, we'll have that prominently displayed. That's the $5 level. And then every level thereafter also gets a name on that board. Um, at $15, yeah, I have to remember the next one. Yeah, that's you're, you're, they're, they're the looking list at up here. Fine. Uh, I can't imagine, because I looked at it, it's, it's very it's long. Extensive. So please, yeah. please so, cheat, that's ten, fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. $10, uh, we'll have some uh, uh, plastic, you know, dishwasher safe cups that'll just have the name branded on it so you can have a piece of the store to take home with you. Um, the $15 is we're going to do the t-shirt, um, and we're also going to get some custom six-sided dice. Um, so the person that gets a $15 backer will get two of those six-sided dice and the t-shirt. We throw in a little kitsch with that is 
if we're throwing an event at the uh, at the establishment and you're wearing your t-shirt and you bring your dice with you and uh, there's a chance where you might need to re-roll one of those dice because you rolled a one and it's going to to kill you uh, you'll have a chance to re-roll those dice so it's kind of kitschy and fun um, twenty dollars twenty dollars yeah twenty dollars is the uh, full dice set so we'll have a d20 a d10 a d8 and so forth yeah, standard standard, standard set, set. Yeah. Um, $25 is the playmat, which is great for your card players, the Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. players, the Pokemon. Um. Yeah, if you ever try to pick up a flat card from a flat surface, you can't. I have <laughs> never felt more, oh, I'm sorry, I've never felt less like a functioning adult than <laughs> I have completely sober and <laughs> totally <laughs> seriously you trying can't to pick, pick up, up the one of these card. cards <laughs> off <laughs> the table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, $30 is going to be the glass uh, mug. It's a 16, I think it's 16 ounce uh, mug, and that's one that will give you 10% off your soda and fountain drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, $35 is going to be a hoodie. You know, we're going to be launching in a cold season, so that's obviously a good buy. Um, $40 is going to be the first uh, membership. That's going to be the apprentice membership, um, which is going to be like our student level membership. Uh, it'll just be a year long membership, though. The memberships will give you passes to the game library. So, like I said, we're going to have that games library where we'll have a bunch of different games that maybe you haven't ever played. Um, I think daily we'll have like a pass. It's going to be five dollars to the library, and then you can check out all you want from mm-hmm. that. Um, the benefit of that is, is maybe you walk in and you're like, "Hey, I, I want a new game to play. I haven't played uh, Settlers of Catan. Let's mm-hmm. can I can I check that out and, and, and try it out? Oh, I love this game. I want to buy it from you now." Um, or, no, I hate this game. Let me try a different one. So that's one of the benefits. Uh, 10% off menu prices, 10% discount at our events um, that we'll be running. Uh, $50 is that first glass tankard um, to get you uh, 10% off all your draft purchases. Um, and that's one that you get to take home with you, bring back, uh, as, long as, you, as long as you keep it. And uh, $60 is going to be the normal uh, membership. That's the journeyman membership. Uh, has all the same benefits as the other one, the, the 12 passes and, and discounts. Um, we've got a lot of, I'm not going to do all of them, but we've got the a lot of $75 one, yeah. ones. I where love we're, this idea. We're mm-hmm. doing, so the idea behind it was is, is that we have all the different classes. For, we first launched it for your standard 12 classes in, in D&D. So you had your, your barbarian, your fighter, your cleric, your wizard. And the idea is, is you buy this one, pledge level and we will have somebody take a portrait of you or a picture of you and design a portrait character of that class. Uh, You, your face on that class. Um, We'll then frame it in a shadow box and display it around the venue so that you are therefore immortalized at our establishment. An added piece to it is (laughs) is that we are going to have it list all your heroic deeds (laughs) We'll have like a little scroll, and on the column, it'll have you know heroic deeds and 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 uh, hideous losses or whatever, and we'll list all the heroic deeds, and then you know the nudge nudge part is we'll never actually list any of your losses. I think we should. I think it will be you know uh, on on this day, Josh the Mighty came in and failed terrifically at this Magic the Gathering tournament. Terrifically, <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly a win. How it would go? You failed like no other, buddy. <laughs> yeah. He wet himself bravely at the Battle of Baden Hill. <laughs> Those uh, those no one reward can roll a one like you. <laughs> those reward points for the uh, the the D and D classes went like hotcakes the first day. People were requesting more, but it it seemed like it it 
it lessened it if we have, you know, sure. there's two clerics, two fighters, too. There's only so much so. space yeah. also. You want to mm-hmm. make it unique for each of the person that did it, yeah. So we, we decided to add some more, but go with a different genre, a different avenue. We went with the... Uh, World of Darkness. World of White Darkness, Wolf. White Wolf. Right. So we, we released a whole vampire listing of the various vampire clans. Um, so that's out there now. Um, and we've already... I think three or four of those are already gone. We well, with the bonus is some people who on the D&D side have switched their reward yeah. to that, oh. unlocking some of the D&D ones again. Yeah. Right. They're so. like, oh, oh, you've got I this just, I Vampire? noticed some of the D&D ones were open. I was like, really? Yeah. So it must have been some of those people that, yeah. That, yeah. Some bard desperately wanted his Toreador picture instead. That's right. <laughs> it was the cleric. Again. 90s white wolf right here. That's, <laughs> my bard isn't goth enough. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Johnny go way back with the White Wolf. <laughs> I can tell you yeah. stories some other time. Um, $80 is going to be a royal membership, and that's going to basically give you double the passes, 24 passes. Um, I think there's a slightly higher discount off uh, menu prices. We did 15% instead of 10%, so it gives you a little extra benefit for that one, that perk. Um, we got a $100 one, and I don't even know if we're necessarily going to keep it. We had one where we sponsor a game um, at, at the venue, and what we'll do is we'll you know take a, take your picture and put a sponsorship certificate in it, and you get a you get to run the game there at the at the avenue, and it'll be yours. We'll have it branded for you or something. Um, I've had a lot of second thoughts about that one. So I don't know if keep <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was really great until we typed it out. I was like, yeah, now that I'm <laughs> reading it. Like, said that out loud. Yeah. I don't know. Um, $125 is the uh, Throne of Gaming. Uh, that we talked about. That's going to be the, uh, we're going to have some custom chairs. We'll have a lot of chairs and stuff at the establishment. We're going to have some that are made specifically for the establishment. The people that get that, we're going to brand their name on it. We're going to set up it on, uh, hang it off the wall, and and it'll be there and available for them to use whenever they arrive. Um, In the instance that somebody has taken their chair off the wall and and are using it, we will unceremoniously kick them out of the chair and bring it to you uh, because it's your chair. We will first warn them, you can sit in that chair, but but if this guy comes in, just so you know, you might end up eating the boot. I'm not going to say on the floor, but... Yeah, well, we'll bring yeah. you another chair. Yeah. We'll bring you another chair. Yeah. We'll, pick, we'll pick you up we'll and then bring you another chair. chair. We'll get the folding yeah, exactly. chair from the basement for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Beanbag. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, at $150, we did a, pre- uh, a perks pack where it's uh, the dice, um, one of the glass mugs, a T-shirt, and a play mat. Um, so you kind of get a, a full package of the various physical items that we have. Uh, 250 is a private party session for you and seven others. Um, you come in, uh, you'll have one of the booths rented. The rental fee for the booth is included at that, the private booth. Um, and you'll get a $50 uh, food, cre- food and beverage credit uh, to use while you're there at that stay. Mm-hmm. I said four hours, and that's just a general time. I had somebody right. actually ask me out that the other day. Some gaming sessions last six hours at a time, sure. and I, we're not going to boot you out at four hours. It's just a block that we're going to set aside for it. Um, $300 is the super fancy stainless steel tanker that gets you that free drink every day. Um, it will actually be displayed. Uh, I said we were hanging on the wall. We're going to have a, a specific piece of the wall that has um, those flagons displayed prominently right over the bar. So that's where that's going to be. Uh, 450 is an unlimited or lifetime membership. Um, so that'll give you all the bit, all the perks of a member, and you'll never have to pay for it again. Um, 
500 is the kind of like what we're doing with the, the chairs, with them being branded. We're going to have tables in those private booths that will be branded. Um, so you'll have your, your name or your game group's name branded on that table. Um, it'll actually give you the benefit that we will hold that table for you if you let us know in advance. You have, you have first dibs on that table at That's any time. Cool. Um, Especially if you've got a favorite table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, the one of the guys that got it, I work with, and he's like, I showed him the the, the layout of the the place, and he's like, this room over here, this room right here <laughs> is mine. <laughs> so I was close like, to okay. the kitchen, close to the bathroom, that's my room. He's like, away <laughs> from everybody else, that's the room I want. I was like, okay, okay, I'll put your name on it. A thousand dollars is a private party for you and twenty three of your friends. Um, we kind of lock out the 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 restaurant side for uh, approximately four hours for you. Um, so you and your friends can have a heyday at it. And then our final level that we have is the $5,000 point, which is really designed for like businesses or, you know, large mm-hmm. group meetups. We'll basically shut down the, the restaurant side for the day and it's your, your free reign at it. Um, we'll give you a $500 bar tab. The food will be comp- comp. We'll bring out the food as, as part of the process. Um, and then any drinks past the 500, it would just be whatever. I just got a great visual of, Showing up to my high school reunion and it's uh, and it's a LARP right? and yes. it's a live action role playing uh, game. They always are John. because they build, well, <laughs> they, you know, they really are. I always <laughs> pretend to be somebody else when I go. Absolutely, yeah. I'm a multi-millionaire. So if somebody shows up and they they're just by themselves, but they'd like to get a game, there's very few games out there that you can play by yourself. How would a person would they say, hey, uh, is there any, there any games open or once? How how would that work? Just Looking your your thoughts you. about yeah. You know, an interesting thing that, that I mean, I've witnessed uh, at conventions, at local game shops is, you know, it, it's uh, gaming is geeky, gaming is nerdy, you guys have no life. We're very social people. Mm-hmm. And I've been sitting before in a game shop just making a deck with some new cards that I built and putting things together and had to turn three people away. You know, hey, you want to play? Well, I, I've just torn my deck apart. I'm building a new one. And so, if I'm still here an hour, let's go. Okay, great. And some just as soon as they walk in the door, they're just, I'm here to play. Do you want to play? Do you want to play? Do you want to play? So a lot of them run around to play. Uh, they're, they're just, you know, social come to you and ask. But then also we, we've discussed, um, you know, encouraging pairing. It's like, oh, hey, you guys are playing this. There's two of you. You know, it's a six-person game. It's a lot more fun if you have a few right. more. They're playing it over there. Let's get these tables together. And, you know, no harm in that. It, worst, they, worst, case, worst case is that they say no. Yeah. Right, something like Ticket to Ride, Monopoly, Risk, some of these games where two people is okay, yeah. but it's awesome if you've got more like six. Yeah. Right. Right. So what game are, and this is for each of you, what game are you most excited about exposing people to? I, I know. I have to ask. <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, Just pick one. Man, I don't no one's going to know. I've got, I'm, <laughs> I... I'm a fan of Are You a Werewolf? Okay. Are you guys familiar with that one? Um, and I would like to see a everybody, every seat in that place playing Are You a Werewolf? Oh, that would be, cool. that would be cool. where people get up and walk across the room to the next table and go, so, hey, what do you think about that shady guy over there in the shirt? Right. And Or, you know, just really uh. watching this. <laughs> <laughs> that narrows Aren't it down. I know. Right. That narrows it down. He's like mafia with werewolves. The really furry guy over there. What do you think about him? Yeah, but I. He I, looks really furry. I think he is the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, oh man. 
Yeah. I'll probably go back to old school. Um, it's been a long time since I've, I've played some rounds of D&D, but, I mean, that is a game that when I first started playing, I actually got into... I'm going to get into a little sob story real quick. I, I, I got grouped with a, a, a set of individuals, and we, we would start meeting every Saturday night at, at one, of, uh, one of my friends' house, and we would play... You know, way into the morning hours, uh, many rounds of D&D. Um, we played other games, too, there, but that was, like, the go-to game. Um, and that one has a, a certain place for me because I... So I was adopted at birth. I'm going to bring up to a little story here. I was adopted at birth, and I didn't know who my biological mother was, and I got into the gaming circuit when I was 16, uh, started going to the gaming conventions that were coming around town, and be every Friday, Saturday, Sunday that the uh, a convention would occur. This happened like four times a year. And I would go and I'd made all these you know new friends, these new people to, to hang out with. And we would catch up every time the convention would come around. And there was this one lady that ran the convention suite where you would go get your soda and your snacks. And I got to know her over the course of like four or five years. Well, during this time frame, my, my mom who raised me, she would tell me little bits and pieces mm-hmm. about my past. Like, you have a half-brother, and that's all she would say. It was like a little game to her, I guess. I don't know. Um, she, your, your mother still lives in Oklahoma. Okay, well, that's cool. Whatever. Didn't really care. She's the one that raised me, yada, yada, yada. No big deal. Wasn't something I was really all that interested about. Until one day, she goes, your biological mother's name is Alice Beard. And I was like, I am, no, no. Oh, oh that's cool. That's cool. Walking out thinking, I know that name, and it can't be. You know, it really can't be. Mm-hmm. So about 30 days later, there was a convention, and the, the con suite lady was there, and her name was Alice Beard, and I walked in, and I walked up to her, and I said, hey, Alice, I got, I got a question for you. And she goes, what's up? And I was like, do you, do you have a son? She's like, yeah, Mike, you know him. I was like, okay, yeah. She's like, why? What did he do? Was he in jail? Did you see him in Was he getting I'm like, it had nothing to do about Mike. I'll, I'll be back. And I turn around and I leave, and I'm sitting here going, I don't know how I'm going to approach this. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. So a little bit later, I walk back. I'm like, Alice, you need to sit down. I got something to talk to you about. She's like, no, no, you can tell me. You're not going to surprise me. I'm like, no, you probably I surprised so, you once years ago. Um, I'm about yeah. to do it again. So she finally sat down. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know how to say this. I'm just going to come out and say this. Um, I was... I was adopted at birth, and you could just see her just kind of looking at me, and I was like, I was, I was born December 28th, and then the gears start turning, and you can see, <laughs> oh see it just turning behind oh, the eyes. Oh, my gosh. And at the time, I went by the nickname Kinder. I mean, I still do. No one really called me Anthony at the time, but she had been told my name was Anthony, and she makes that, she says that name. She goes, Anthony? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's. That's right. Oh I was like, I was uh, wow. I was born at Deaconess Hospital, and she goes, "Oh, oh my God!" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm your son." And she she got and dead quiet for like the next five oh minutes. I got more hugs that entire weekend than I ever ter- <laughs> ever received in my entire life. Oh my but I mean, there was just something weird about the whole fate bringing us together in mm-hmm. that. This this gaming in community. that community, yeah. I, I mean, it's again. We That's... talked about how that gaming community, especially during that time frame, was. I mean, it was it was not chic to be a nerd at yeah. that time. <laughs> wow. at it was all. tiny. Um, but it was it was it's a tiny community, and it ended up being that. Um, yeah, I was I was related to the person that we we had no clue five years six years actually, 
that we were related, wow. best friends at these conventions. We would we would just chat all the time and had no no inkling. So I mean, there's a there's a certain there's a whole certain bond to that yeah. for me in yeah. this. Yeah. Um, and it was it was D and D is what started it all right. for me. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that was the game that I started with. So this is a game that I kind of hold. Oddly, near and dear to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to play some more D and I haven't played uh, on a regular basis since I was a kid. And, 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 yeah, it's a great game. I mean, it's one of the. It's a. It's an age old classic. It's been around forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, it's going back to what we talked to at the beginning. You 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 create a character and you kind of act the character out at the table. You can be crazy. You can be brooding. You can be you know anything that you want to be at that point in time. And you're doing it with a group of friends. And it's just it's. There's nothing like it. It's 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 a blast. So we will not be supporting fourth edition. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, all you need That's to do is I go back to the original uh, Gary Gygax Player's yes, Handbook, Dungeon yep. Master's Guide, Monsters Manual, and I'm ready to go. You know, I, we didn't know what character sheets were. You you just yeah. wrote down your stats on a notebook page. Yep. That's yep. right. Yep. I didn't have to have a fancy. To, yeah. Thank, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I, I love to tell it. That's she, incredible. She um. Every time I tell, I tell I tell a story, she I got to know her for more personally. I got to know her mm-hmm. for about a year, and she passed away. Mm. But uh, everyone everyone always reacts that way, and I like to look at it that she she held on until she made sure everything was fine. She found me, and she was like, "You know what? Peace out. I'm good. Yeah, time to move on. Definitely. Um, so yeah, it was it, it's it's an Oprah story. I like to refer to it as the Oprah story because it's <laughs> it's kind of what it is. The whole fate bringing everything together. But mm-hmm. I, I I just think it's neat. It is very neat. That's amazing. Uh, we're, we've got to close it down pretty soon. I did want to ask, though, about viewings. Uh, well, there, you said we're going to try to get televisions. So yes. people have to go there. You said mentioned Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. To go there to... I, I can't imagine going and in a place like this and watching Game of Thrones with a group of people who also totally dig Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the idea as well? That they're yeah. Not only games, but also places to go watch we're, things? Yeah. yeah, we're definitely going to... Um, have televisions and stuff around the the area, but we're going to be unlike any other bar that you go to, where it's your sports game on the television too. Yeah, that will yeah. not be here. Yes, <laughs> if you want sports game, there are places to go to watch right. a sports right. game. No, if you want a sports game, we will sell Blood Bowl, and you're more than welcome <laughs> to or, or check it out for the library and play that. So um, fantasy of fantasy football. Yes, right. but yeah. Uh, I mean, Doctor Who. I was going to say, you can know, we come over you, and watch Doctor yeah, Who? Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be it'll be geek, you know, yeah. genre geek stuff. Not not we just keep going back to Game of Thrones as an example, but definitely the you know, the season premiere watch party and then the season finale watch party. It may not we may not lock up every Sunday, but you know, it was a big thing that Game of Thrones had watch parties in Henry Hudson's across the world, and, right? You know, at all times. So so definitely, uh, you know, shows like that, um, geek fair, and you know, and then we'll we'll stream things on the monitors from time to time. League of Legends tournaments come across. I know it's more of a video side, sure. but there's a big following for that. Yeah. We'll definitely mm-hmm. do that. Um, the Grand Prix yeah. for Magic. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. That was know. this weekend. Believe it or not, I've, I've sat and watched those streams. Yeah. and <laughs> They're huge. Cutthroat. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, anything else you guys want to add about this? How do we find the Kickstarter? What's the easiest? Oh, yes. What's the so easiest place to go? If you go to Kickstarter and up, at the top where the search profile is, you can type in dragons and flagons, and it will be the only thing that pops up. All right. <laughs> that That's easy to see a big uh, red chromatic dragon holding a, a tankard. Uh, you can then, also go to our Facebook page yes. and like the Facebook page. Um, all of the information we keep 
updates on our Facebook page about um, any new things that we're doing, and we also link the Kickstarter. So, um, and I also wanted to take a minute to thank you all. Thank, give a thank you to all of our backers. Um, yeah, we we mm-hmm. greatly greatly appreciate the support from gamers and backers alike. So. And thank you guys for having us. Yes. Having us come in. Pleasure. Thank you for being here. We are so excited. It's our thing. It's what we do. We might might have to come down there and and, uh, a lot. So (laughs) it's on my way home. So that'll be fun. You'll be seeing me every afternoon. See him daily. That's right. Um, Norm. There we go. (laughs) Yes. That'd be so great. Here's your tanker. (laughs) You're home. So that's our show. You can find us on Twitter at at Okie Geek Podcast. You can also like our new Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast, and send us an email with comments to Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And we're going to go all the way around. Devin, let's, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me pretty much anywhere at Wubba. That's W-U-B-V-A. Nikki? Uh, I just recently acquired a Twitter. Yay. And it's... We made her. Yes. yes. No, we didn't. Converted me. <laughs> It's at Retro Robinson on Twitter. Joshua. At Joshua Unruh on Twitter. Please, for reasons unrelated to this podcast, send me all of your girl gaming and superhero related questions over the next week. Layla, where can people find you? Um, At Layla Payne underscore I underscore am. Andrew? Um, It'll be at JV and you spelled out. uh, or Twitter uh, is my uh, my Twitter account. Johnny? At Johnny Payne, J-O-H-N-N-I-E. And keep an eye on all these. You said you were always going to be a Twitter for the Dragons and Flagons eventually. Right. Right now, well. we're, right now we're working the Facebook for it. Where we'll have, um, for, for the in-the-moment stuff happening, we'll have the Twitter uh, as it gets closer to opening as we're taking pictures of everything that we're doing, painting. There will be a Twitter for that. As of right now, we're on Facebook. There we go. Facebook, and I'm at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, for Johnny and Layla Payne, Anthony Ben Yusuf, Nikki Robinson, Devin Green, and Joshua Unruh, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>